Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Wounded Warrior Project is working to foster the most successful generation of veterans in our nation's history. One of the ways they do that is through adaptive sports. Veterans are some of the most resilient people on the planet. It's not about what you can't do after experiencing injury or illness. It's about tapping into what you can do. Learn more about how Wounded Warrior Project's adaptive sports programs are changing lives at www.woundedwarriorproject.org sports. This show is brought to you by K Jewelers. Listen up, NFL fans. K just dropped a collection of officially licensed NFL jewelry. Shop your favorite team in the True Fans Fine Jewelry Collection at K.com slash TrueFans. Gear up for the season and celebrate the love of the game with K. Sports Podcast, where we talk history of the game, numbers, and stats. And each week we highlight a charity that's doing good. If you haven't subscribed yet, then you should. Because I'm this, 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 this the, the real deal. And you know I got a shout out to Buffalo Bills. Turn it up to the max. Sit back and relax. This the Buffalo Nerd Sports Podcast. Let go! What's up, everybody? Uh, welcome into another episode of the Buffalo Nerd. Uh, this is going to be another bonus episode. Uh, you know, when we started this whole thing, it was all about, you know, highlighting charities and, you know, finding people doing cool things out there and, you know, just good things happening in your neighborhood. So uh, besides all the shows that we highlight during the week, you know, we talk football, do all that kind of stuff and we talk charity. Uh, but so each month now I want to pick out a charity to kind of sit down with and learn a little bit about the charity uh, and let you guys learn about the charity and, you know, kind of highlight a group, you know, that's local to Buffalo, um, you know, and kind of just in your backyard that, you know, you can go out and help out in a bunch of different ways. So today we're going to we're going to hang out with Sarah. Uh, she's going to tell us about the Awesome Paws Rescue, right? So it's uh, right there in North Tonawanda, I believe. So Sarah, uh, thanks for coming on. Uh, thanks for being the first uh, charity, uh, you know, to come on and get highlighted as part of this. Uh, so why don't you just go ahead and kind of introduce yourself and uh, kind of tell us what you do? Yeah, perfect. Um, yeah, thank you so much for having me. I didn't know I was the first one. That's that's super cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's great of you guys to, to do this. Um, yeah, I'm Sarah, um, and we're Awesome Paws Rescue. Um, we've been serving the kind of greater Buffalo area. Um, our address is North Tonawanda because I'm the treasurer and that's where our PO box is. <laughs> but we're okay. actually like we serve a 40 mile radius of the Buffalo airport. So kind of kind of all around. Um, we've been around. We're coming up on our uh, four year anniversary. So we've been around for about four years and we have so far saved about 1500 dogs from um, overcrowded shelters down south and placed them in some really awesome homes. Um, in the greater Buffalo area. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, that's a pretty good number. I mean, 1500, uh, is, is it like, has it, was COVID a big deterrent for you guys at all? Or was it something that, you know, picked business, business picked up? I mean, like what, what, what was it like? Um, so kind of a little bit of both. Um, I mean, luckily we were 
pretty well established. We have a really great group of volunteers and we're a foster based rescue. So we have a lot of awesome uh, foster houses that um, bring the dogs in for us. Um, so we didn't really slow down a lot, as I'm sure you can kind of imagine when people were working from home and quarantined, it kind of actually picked up that more people wanted to adopt dogs, which was really great. Um, the only thing that kind of did affect us was, um, like events, like usually we had like fundraising events and adoption events and stuff. Um, so those had to be put on hold, but we still managed to adopt out like 350 dogs, I think in 2020. So that's pretty awesome. Um, and then the vetting, um, we get all of our dogs like spayed and neutered and everything. so that well, kind of hurt us because a lot of vets had to shut down um, during COVID. Right. So other than that, we we actually weren't really that badly affected. So that's cool. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think I'd read some stats like that, that. There was actually a lot more people that were out, you know, finding that when they were home by themselves, like all the time that, you know, they would rather have a companion, mm-hmm. you know, somebody to hang out with, you know, so it's pretty cool. And especially when, because, um, you know, I, I have a an adopted you know, he's a mix English bulldog pit bull. He's, he's, he's a fat lug, you know, but he's, you know, rescue. So it's very cool. It's deep. It's deep in my heart. Um, my guest that I have on this week for the show, uh, is also, we, we highlighted the ASPCA for that was the charity that she wanted to highlight. So it's definitely cool. And like we talked about in that show, it's in your backyard, right? It's, it's happening right in your backyard. So if there's, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be money all the time, right? There's different ways that people can help out. Like you said, you had a good volunteer base, things like that. So what, like right now, what is the charity in need of most? Like if there's something that you guys absolutely are just like, it'd be cool if we had more of this, whether it's obviously money is always going to be like the, the top dollar, right? But not everybody always has money. So what's other things going on or things that people can do to help out? Um, I mean, definitely fostering. That's always uh, the biggest one. Um, We can only save as many dogs as we have homes for. So definitely fostering. Um, But other than that, I mean, donations for sure. Um, But we can always use volunteers to help out now that we are having events more. And then we also can always use volunteers to help process applications for us. Uh, when people want to adopt dogs, we have them go through a really basic application process. We call their vet and make sure that their current dogs are being taken care of. Um, we do a quick little check of their home just to kind of make sure we're not putting them back into a bad situation like we're taking them out of. Um, and then just beyond that, I mean, interacting with us on social media, liking, sharing, spreading the word. Right. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I think people don't realize that just that simple stuff can be the ticket because if it falls just in front of the right person mm-hmm. that can do something big or, you know, whatever, you never know. Right. Yeah. So that's that's really cool. So uh, do you guys have a count right now? Like how many currently do you are you guys having in right now at the rescue? Um, so they're all in different foster homes. We actually just did a pretty big transport um, this past weekend and we brought I think we brought about 40 dogs up. Um, so if anyone is looking, um, to check them out, we have a Facebook page, a website, um, pretty much all of the different social medias, um, just awesome paws rescue or awesomepawsrescue.org. Um, and you can see them all. And we always get like a, it's always a very wide variety, kind of like a Forrest Gump, uh, box of chocolates, kind of a situation. You never really know um, what you're going to get. We get, um, puppies and senior dogs and every possible breed under the sun. So. We have a good variety and they're all like vetted and um, temperament tested. We don't take any dogs that have any severe like aggression type issues. So they're all generally like really just good, happy dogs. Um, Yeah. So probably about 40. And I know... uh 
Yeah, I'm sure um, COVID might have changed a little bit, but is like there's still like you can donate like dog food even and things like that to the rescues and stuff still too, right? Are you guys still able to do uh, stuff yeah, like that? Yeah, for sure. And um, if we have too much, like in our, we have uh, two storage units um, full of supplies. And if we ever get like too much, we can take them to the actual shelters down south. Um, like we're going to Alabama on the 26th and they always need stuff. So if we have extra stuff, um, that we can't use or can't fit in our storage units, we'll take them to Alabama. Right. And so that, and that's, that brings up like another point too, is right. This isn't necessarily just local dogs, right? This is, you guys are like going out and you're, you're pulling dogs out of a bad situation, you know, to make, to make all this happen. um, So it's just, it's really different. Um, here i mean buffalo is such an awesome dog city we love our dogs um we get dogs for different reasons than they do down there we get dogs to have a fun you know family member and we you know we spoil them we take them for puppuccinos at starbucks and take them to the dog park (laughs) and dog patios dog bars you know you name it we're just a really dog friendly awesome city and these places that we're pulling them from are they get them for different reasons. They're like hunting dogs or guard dogs. They live their lives on chains. They're not spayed or neutered. They go and have a bunch of boxes full of accidental puppies. It's just a different world down there. So that's why we we pull them from there because there there's just so many more of them <laughs> than we see here. Right, right. And so like when that you guys have to actually go down there, right? Like in like yeah. van them up and bring them back. Is that, is that yeah. how it works? Right. So like, that's got to take a lot to make that happen. Right. I mean, especially if you're getting like 40 dogs. Um, yeah. So luckily we're, you know, we're pretty lucky. We actually got donated a kind of like a sprinter van, I guess you would call it. It's like a pretty good size van. Okay. Um, okay, okay. But other rescues, there are other rescues that do the same thing that we do. Um, and they rent vans from like enterprise. And um, so yeah, the, the shelters will, give us the information on the dogs. They'll send us pictures and they'll say this dog's good with other dogs or, you know, whatever they know about it. Um, and then the fosters will say, okay, I want that dog. I want that dog. I want that dog. And then we uh, coordinate it. And um, usually the shelters will meet us halfway. Um, but once in a while we will go okay. all the way down there. But yeah, luckily we just have a lot of really awesome, dedicated people that will do that <laughs> because right. it's a lot of work for sure. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. And so you said you guys are hitting four years. So what started it all? Like what, 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 I mean, just, I mean, it doesn't just appear, right? So like what, who, who and what kind of um, kicked so this thing off? a woman named Julie um, and she, I'm pretty, I didn't start with the rescue. I started like a year after they started, but I'm pretty sure that she was working um, in some capacity of animal control in West Virginia, something to do with animal control down there. Um, so she was just kind of seeing this stuff firsthand and just, you know, was involved with a shelter down there that is still our main partner of where we pull from in uh, Braxton County, West Virginia. Um, so she, she just kind of made it happen. Um, started out really small and now we've got like a hundred, um, volunteers and fosters and doing big things. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a lot of people to, well, I mean, especially if you're doing transports and things like that, you have to have like a ton of people like that. So I'm sure that all hands are always welcome, right. As the, the top priority of who can help out. If you don't have money, you do have two hands and it appears that they have a lot of hands needed. Right. So it's very cool, but it's exciting. So you make it four years. That's obviously because you're volunteers, but it takes money besides that too. I mean, cause the volunteers manpower is one thing, right. But then obviously, 
obviously you need mm-hmm. money for vans or people need to donate vans yep. or things of that nature still. So you said you guys do events and stuff like that. Um, you got anything big plan now since you guys are actually going to be able to open things back up here um, to get yeah, out so and we, do things? We just started, like this is actually going to be our very first adoption event that we've had in over a year since before COVID. Um, so we're just starting back out this weekend. Um, but we have two adoption events this weekend. One is um, on Saturday at 10 a.m. at the PetSmart um, on Niagara Falls Boulevard. And we'll just have a little little table there with a few of our adoptable dogs and some information um and we you know, we'll always take donations too um and then the following day sunday we're going to be at the hurt locker which is a, like a crossfit uh gym out in clarence um at 10 o'clock as well and we're doing um i think they're calling it like run for pause or something like that um and it's like a 5k um walk run just like a fun run type thing you can donate i think five bucks and then you can join and we'll have adoptable dogs there and um that sort of thing um and then we have an, on our Facebook page, we have a booze raffle coming up. So you can buy some tickets and we're going to raffle off a big old basket of booze. Um, yeah. Exactly. Very fitting. Very fitting. I mean, yeah. <laughs> just, just keep it real. There's no point. Yep. I, and just keep it real. Um, and Very a cool. and bottle drive um, at Extra Dime Back in Kenmore on the 19th. That's what we got going on. <laughs> so cool. I mean, that, yeah, you guys yeah. got a lot coming up. Very cool. So I mean, I mean, I imagine you had a, oh, almost a whole year to plan it was so all of these the things, we, right? Like, we cause you weren't anything. able to do so much, <laughs> right? Nothing. It was like, like, let's see. What, oh yeah. I just kind of wait and see. Yeah. Just wait and see with a lot of dreams yeah, of basically. what you could do. <laughs> yeah. Hoping, especially when yeah. things open back up. Well, that's very cool. I mean, it's it's exciting to to see that, you know, organizations can succeed, especially when it's like it's not necessarily like you're just taken from your backyard and it's not a complete hometown community type of thing. Right. That just goes to show what the Buffalo community is and what it can be is that it's open. You know, if you if you need to come in, whether you're from down south or you're down here, you know, as long as you're respectful and you, you know, can, you know, you're welcome, you know, and that's the, the best thing about the Buffalo community. So you guys are in the backyard. It's awesome. Pause rescue. You got big things happening this weekend. And I, something tells me the booze thing probably is <laughs> sure successful. <laughs> I don't, I can't, I can't imagine that thing doesn't, yeah, I can't imagine that doesn't kick off very well every year for you guys. I mean, it's like, especially with everybody now getting to get out, you know, and be able to like, just get outside again and everything, the booze is going to be hitting hard, especially with a good oh, yeah. Buffalo Bills football team coming up, you know, you know, in September. So anything, anything else like a, is, does the, does the rescue have like any big plans in the future or is it, is it kind of just continue to be successful at um, what you guys yeah, are good at right I, now? I would say pretty much that just keep doing what we're doing and keep on saving dogs. <laughs> right. Keep building. I mean, obviously the more volunteers you get, yeah. the bigger the numbers can go. Right. So I, you, there's room to grow obviously. Right. So very cool. Well, Sarah, thanks a lot for coming on and chatting it up with me a little bit. Um, obviously I hadn't heard of you guys uh, before I started yeah. doing some research in the area that I wanted to find, uh, you know, kind of a shelter to bring on because it is close to my heart as well, you know, with, uh, you know, a rescue myself. So uh, it's very cool. Thanks for coming on. Um, I hope you guys uh, get get some traction from coming on and hanging out just for a little bit and chatting yeah, up what well, you guys are doing over there. Us and uh, go Bills. <laughs> Absolutely. Go Bills. Podcast. Make sure you leave a review and subscribe so 
never miss another episode. We'll see you next time. Leg out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.